Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your part three October astrological overview, where we're going to discuss the transits remaining for October, as well as intuitively what I am sensing, feeling, and what I have been experiencing as we are navigating through this last this week and getting very, very close days away, actually, to Scorpio season. Libra season is super, super important. It is powerful. It has a lot going on. It has a lot that it has been um, revealing and a lot more that it is about to reveal within this last couple of weeks of October going into November. So it is a very interesting time. One thing I will say before we get into anything astrologically, before we get into anything um, intuitively speaking, I want to tell you guys how proud I am of you. I want to tell you guys how empowering it is and how encouraging it is for me as well to hear the feedback that you guys are giving me when it comes to how these things are playing out in your life and how you really do value what it is that I am not only just sharing with you guys, but my authenticity and my growth and my, um, I guess, as, as some of you put it, the fearlessness that I have with sharing. And that is not without fear. Um, a lot of what I share and a lot of how I share comes from a lot of work that I've done with myself and a lot of um, me asking God to give me guidance in that and showing me how to do so, because I do know that everyone's experience is different, but I've learned and I begin to more so, even more so than before, trust my instinct, trust my voice, trust what it is that I know to be true internally. And that's why I've been telling you guys the importance of clearing your temple, clearing your temple, because that is your GPS. That is your navigation in this world, in this climate, not just now, but going forward, especially more so because we are going into different times. We are shifting into a new way of living and it is uncomfortable for a majority of people. It is very uncomfortable for people who are so, so set on how they live and how they do things and how they experience life. And it is very difficult to carve out your normal in the midst of so much chaos, but it's important. And that is why I do what I do. So I want to thank you guys. And I want to remind you of your own significant importance and your own significant impact within your own life, within your own circles. And whether people never tell you how important and how instrumental you are in their healing and their growth, it is very important that you know the more work that you do on yourself, the more other people will see that, the more other people will take that into their own lives. And a lot of times silently apply the lessons that you teach. So continue, continue, continue the work on yourself. Do not give up. Do not feel like it's not working. It's not worth it because you have to understand that just because you're sowing the seeds today does not mean that you reap the benefits of those seeds today or within your lifetime. But the beauty of that is, is knowing that you're doing it unconsciously. You're going to get so used to being who you are becoming that you will not look forward to the seesaw because you'll find the prize and the jewels in the process. That is what it is about. When you are not looking for something, it always appears. So the more work that you're doing on yourself, the more evolution you are going towards and the more appreciation and grace that you give yourself, that is all going to pay out for you, period, point blank. So never let anybody tell you any different, any different. Everyone has a significant impact and what you choose to do to evolve in that 
whatever you choose to do to encourage yourself to embrace that is where all the difference lies. Okay, so enough of that. I want to tell you guys that, but I also want to get into the intuitive energy that I'm feeling intuitively going into these last very impactful, very powerful transits that are going to be occurring. I'm actually um, I'm I'm recording this on the 18th, which is a very uh, potent day astrologically as well. So before I get into astrology part, I want to get you guys to understand During this week, there has been a lot going on. And yesterday it dawned on me that there are so many people and it wasn't anything that I'd seen, anything that I heard. It was like an instinct that I felt in in myself that was making you question, making people feel as though they're, they're having to question why something isn't happening for them. Why is it that everyone is getting what they've worked hard for? Everyone is getting what they want and everyone is getting what I feel I deserve. Why hasn't my time come yet? Whether it be in finances, whether it be in a break, some people feel like I just can't catch a break. I can't get what I'm needing to get when I'm giving everything that I have and I'm doing everything that I need to do. And I still am not reaping the benefits that I want, not necessarily the benefits that are are desired or are required at the moment, but what I want. And I want to tell you guys a little bit about favor. And I want to explain to you guys the importance of understanding how it works. Someone else's blessing, someone else's opportunity, someone else's path in life, someone else's um, award and reward does not stop the process of your own. It is very important that you understand that because everybody is on their own individual journeys, no matter how similar they may look, no matter how undeserving they you may feel they may be. The point is God is the anchor of everything. Spirit is the anchor of everything. This universe is a result of what he is putting out and putting you in place of experiencing and receiving. Therefore, it doesn't do you any good to feel resentful of what someone else is 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 accomplishing or what someone else is experiencing because then you're not going to honor your own process and its own journey in due time right now this is not saying that your feelings aren't valid when i review my notes from the beginning of october because well the end of september coming into october i always do my astrological overviews and look at placements and The things that I'm looking back on when I look at my notes and I look at things that I jot down instinctly as I am uh, praying and meditating and trying to figure out what is to come. One of the big things that came up in my notes was jealousy, quarrels, violence, personal power, um, opportunities, specialties, creativity, and all of these things in matters of the home, uh, love life. And as I'm looking and and meditating and preparing for this particular last few weeks and going back and trying to um, decide how to word whatever it is that I'm feeling intuitively, it's very important that I, I address this with you guys because I feel like it's a prevalent issue or a prevalent stance that a lot of people are taking when it comes to why hasn't my time come? Why haven't? I received that relationship that I want. Why am I doing all that I can to make myself better? And why can't I get a partner that gives me that? Why do I have to continue to wait 
Life is too short for me to wait. I don't want to live life and not have experienced what I really wanted. It's not about success in finances. It's not about what's going on politically. It's about being content and happy with what it is you are now and what it is that you have now. But that doesn't mean that you're settling for that. It just means that you're not in a space where you're always looking for more and you're always discarding how far you've come in your own journey. You don't know everyone's journey. You don't know everyone's path, despite what they may share with you. Everyone has things that they intuitively and internally desire that they've been praying and waiting and hoping manifest in their own life. And the inability to understand that is where we tend. And I'm saying we because we're all in this together. We are blocking our own opportunities and our own blessings and the own in our own inability in our own ability to see beyond where we are while appreciating where we are. So there are going to be a lot of things that are going to come up with these last few shifts of October going into November that are going to challenge a lot of people because it is going to make you face those inner demons within self. It's going to make you face the areas of your life you've been afraid to tackle Those things that you're afraid to say because you're afraid to experience the truth of it or you're afraid of what may come from hearing it is going to you're going to be confronted with that. A lot of people are afraid of expressing their feelings and expressing their emotions, not because they don't feel these things, but because of what they are trying to anticipate is going to come from it from it. You can't do that. You shouldn't do that. It's important to stand in your truth, even when it's uncomfortable. It's important to address your concerns, even when you're standing and voicing and addressing these things alone. It is very important for you not to diminish what it is that you want to say or need to say to clear your temple, because it is necessary to challenge you so that you can receive what it is that you are needing to receive. There are a lot of things that are coming up around spirituality, a lot of things that are coming up around learning and trying to get to know more about the world and trying to understand what's going on with the world and trying to be everything to everyone. But you have to remember, which was a part of the first pre detox, right? It is about you tuning in to self because I have something to tell you guys. If you do not tune into yourself, you will not survive the next level of challenges that we as a society, we as humanity will be experiencing. This is only the beginning of what is to come. There are going to be many different challenges, but the the thing is, Understanding that life is going to continue to happen. Life is going to continue to to be unraveling because God is doing his own thing when it comes to this world. He's rebirthing. He's not thinking about it's, it's almost if you are shoveling and you're trying to get down to this hole, right? You're digging this hole and you got to get down 10 feet. You're not thinking about the, how the grains of this soil of this dirt is feeling or experiencing you digging deeper and throwing the dirt out when you are digging that shovel into the ground and you're discarding, you're throwing that dirt on the other side so that you can continue to dig. You're not looking at every single piece of soil, every single piece of the uh, grains that in this case would signify humanity and the comfort of them because the objective is getting to eight feet. 
Now, once you dig all that dirt out, once you dig all and you get down to that six to eight feet deep that you're trying to get to, right? You're trying to get to the bottom. You've gotten to where you want to be. Now it's time to put whatever it is that you're wanting to put back in place. Not every piece of grain and soil that you dug up from that particular space is going to be put back in the space that they came from. And that is what we are experiencing now, the discomfort of being removed out of our comfortability, being removed out of a space where we are wanting to be, being removed out of that place where we're so comfortable being and weren't required to move or shift unless we chose to. But it's important to understand that we aren't the anchors of the spirit of the world. God is. And so because of that, we will face moments where we're just not comfortable. We will have to see other people do different things that we would, we may want to do. They may be receiving blessings that you feel they shouldn't receive. They may be getting opportunities that you may be jealous of because or resentful of because you feel like it should have been your time. But this is all a part of the work that you're needing to do within yourself. Understanding that it's not about what anyone else is experiencing in this moment. It's about you solidifying who you are within so that you're able to accept what occurs and what is going to be experienced along the way. That is where we are currently. And so for some of you, you may be hearing news. People are experiencing life in different ways. They're being blessed with uh, promotions. They're being blessed with marriages. They're being blessed with children. They're being blessed with this. Finally, the love of their life is coming back and giving them everything that they want after going through so much in a relationship. So many people are just having a, the best time they could have in their life during this in, entirely chaotic year. But it's all about perspective. Because if you can look at someone else's happiness and then be even more happier for them, then you realize you were capable of being genuinely, genuinely now, not faking, not faking happy, but being genuinely happy for other people and their happiness is making room for you to receive your own. A lot of times we are battling within ourselves because we do not understand why we are in the positions that we're in. But when you take away the idea that someone else's blessing, someone else's life, someone else's choices has stopped you from receiving or are being in the space where you can be in that space of uh, gratitude and happiness and, and success. When you stop looking at it as if someone else is preventing you from having yours, then you'll be more able to give yourself the grace that you need to continue as yours is unfolding. Because if someone else around you is being blessed with all those opportunities and all those things, you have to understand that yours is also in route or maybe you've already received it. It's almost like a person who is always wanting to be the person that has the best of everything, the most happiness, the most money, the most prestige, the most um, notoriety. Right. And then when someone else gets it, suddenly you forget that you've already received so many things. You've already been blessed in so many ways. You've already seen life in so many different phases. And so the distraction is. 
thinking you should be the only to receive that or not understanding that everyone receives it in due time. God's timing is not your timing. What does that mean? That means you don't control what God allows to happen in someone else's life, nor do you understand why he's allowing things to happen in other people's life, nor is it your job to do so. So as we are anchoring into this next phase of our life, we are having to dig within, go within deeper spiritually understanding ourselves, and you will be faced with yourself in mirror form, which means that could be you in introducing, that could be you meeting other people that mirror deep rooted issues within yourself. That could be you having situations that force you to deal with those things within yourself. That could be conversations that are needing to be had. That could be you standing in the truth of who you are, where you are, and not allowing yourself to run from it because you don't, you have nowhere to go. You have nowhere to run. This is about accepting that this is a place of healing that is needing to happen in order for you to be in a space to receive all of which you are wanting. This means stop blocking your blessings by being afraid of what you need to let go of. Stop blocking your blessings by looking at what someone else is being blessed with and envying them. Get to the root of why you are envious. Get to the root of where that jealousy stems from. Get to that root of why you feel you're the only one deserving of the happiness, peace and joy that you desire in your life. And when you get to that space, it's going to tap you in an, in an aura of. In an aura of humbleness, it's going to humble you. It's going to humble you and it's going to force you to build up your inner repertoire. Which means letting go of those very toxic traits that lie within. That is going to be you dealing with the reality of who you are in its rawest form in the most uncomfortable ways and needing to communicate that to those that are affected the most. Perhaps it's conversations that you're needing to have because you weren't as happy as you should have been for a friend who has shared something good with you or, or a partner who is going through some things and received a little bit of grace and is super excited and super happy. And then you hit them with the okie doke of, well, you could have did better or you should have did better or you should have did this. You should have said this. It's not about that. It's about allowing people to be happy in the growth in their life because you do not know what all they've had to endure to receive that, nor is it your purpose to mind the business that minds you and anything that's not your business, allow it to be what it is. A lot of deflection is being addressed. A lot of drink something. A lot of insecurities are being brought to surface and This isn't a, a happy space for a lot of people to be in. It's going to trigger a lot of wounds. It's going to make people feel exposed in ways that they would prefer not to be, but you're having to be. It's a requirement, especially going into where it is that we are going into. How people see you, how you see yourself, how you see other people, how you interact with other people, what you are fighting against. And what you are lacking are things that are going to be brought up. But the beautiful thing about it is 
as these things are brought up, you are given the momentum and the energetic shift to go and do something about it. And the beauty of that is, is it's needing when you feel it, you need to address it because we're going into a new energy. We're going from Libra, which is all about balancing the scales. Let's balance this thing out. The season of May is all about balance. It's all about let's figure out how this can work. Let's figure out what we need to remove so this can work. Beyond our own prejudice, beyond our own insecurities and our own inadequacies. Let's figure out how this can work. But then you're going to be shifting into Scorpio season. And Scorpio season is a lot, a lot different. You're going from an air, air energy to which is very intellectually, you know, driven. It's about figuring out how to balance these things while thinking about it. Utilizing the tools that are intellectually powerful. Going into Scorpio is all about feeling. It's very Scorpionic, uh, mystique, deeply penetrating fire, water. So it's about emotion, intimacy, which it can bring out a lot of desire sexually. It can bring out a lot of obsession with sex and sensuality. And it can bring out a lot of darkness when it comes to your own inner world when it comes to spirituality and how you connect. It's about you being able to see yourself in the duality of what you are without trying to suppress it. And this is going to make people feel fearful. This is going to make people feel uneasy because you're not sure what to do with what it is that you're experiencing experiencing or seeing. But it ain't about that, baby. It is about you really digging deep into who you are, where you are and facing it because it's you. It's not about blaming anyone else. It's not about putting the pressure on anyone else. It's not about assuming that anyone else is in control of it. It is about you facing what is in yourself. Now, is that easy? No, of course not. Is it going to be pleasurable? It could be, but it's all depending on how you address it and how you go forward. Don't allow your fears to hold you back. Don't allow your insecurities to allow you to turn a blind eye to the work that's being done within yourself because the work that is being done within yourself is what is going to push you forward into that next phase. It's a requirement that you must tackle. Okay? But you got this. When you're feeling like you want to express yourself when it comes to relationships, do so. If there's anybody who is not giving what you're needing them to give, talk about it. Remember, we're in the middle of Mercury retrograde in Scorpio. So we're going to have a lot of this Scorpionic energy mixed with a lot of Capricornian energy and a lot of Jupiter and Pluto and a lot of shit going on. That is causing a lot of delays, a lot of push, a lot of pressure, and it is not comfortable, but it is needed. We have to get stuff going, pushing beyond the discomfort because we're going to be in discomfort for a very long time. That's the reality of it. But how can we create a home within the midst of the chaos? How can we perfect what we're needing to perfect with what we have while we are in control of it? Because you don't want to allow things to go so long without being addressed because eventually it rots out. And once it's rotted to the core, there's nothing you can do with re- but remove it or it'll kill everything it's attached to. Trust yourself enough to be able to do that or trust yourself enough to connect with those that can help you. 
That's what it's about. Having faith beyond what you see, having faith beyond what you've experienced, having faith beyond what someone has said or done or advised you, you could do. Okay. So with that being said, now we're going to get right into our astrological overview for the final part of October. And I know it seems heavy, guys, but it really is necessary when you get comfortable or when you get used to the heaviness. And you understand the reasoning and the purpose for that heaviness, it helps you to navigate in a way that is less fearful. You're not fearful of what's coming because you are ready for it. You're you're preparing yourself for it because the preparation is done within. It's not done without. The world is changing every single day. Every single day there is something new. Somebody's saying something new. Someone is doing something, something, something. But you have to tap within yourself and say, I'm choosing me. I got to choose me because if my cup is full, then I can I can navigate this better. If I'm running in a deficit, I'm I'm not going to survive it. This can also be an energy that sparks change in you, instant change in you, whether it be one to get up and change your relationship, change your appearance, do something different about yourself. And I am I don't know what came over me yesterday. It was my aunt's birthday. Um, Rest her beautiful, beautiful soul. My dad's birthday was Tuesday. And um, this week was was very interesting. But Saturday, I just had enough of my hair. I think it was. <laughs> I'm a girl. I'm a woman. I'm I'm a very feminine, but you know, I'm an interesting little eclectic soul. But I was tired. I had I had I was tired of my hair. I was just I, so I needed to change it. I was tired of it, so I did. I got up. I didn't allow myself to talk myself out of it, and I did it. I colored it. I I straightened it. I did what I needed to do for myself. I did what I wanted to do for myself. And it felt so damn freeing. I started, I I got got clothes and was trying on different clothes, looking at myself like, okay, I like this. I like how this feels. I feel really like that is what this energy does. It's a a variety of different emotions, a variety of different type of energy. And you use it to your best advantage. When you are confident within yourself, when you feel happy about yourself, when you feel in tune with yourself, it will show. It is about natural progression, not regression. It's about naturally allowing yourself to be what you are, where you are, paying attention to the depths of all of that. In my dream, I had a very interesting dream and it wasn't a bad dream, but it was one of those dreams that it's like, what in the world? I was at a a relate... Mercury, leave me alone. Okay. I was in a restaurant. I was about to say relationship, but it's restaurant. I was in the restaurant and my cousin um, owns the restaurant. And in (laughs) it's kind of funny because we're sitting, all the family, we're sitting at the table and my brother is there and uh, some other cousins and my cousin's Milton and Curtis are older. They're my dad's cousins. So they're my second cousins. And, but we're all, we all grew up around each other. You know, they're older, but we're all like family, but they look so much alike. And so in the dream, I'm sitting at the table and I'm having a conversation with Milton about how 
he is always confused with Curtis, right? Even their children, even my cousins look so much alike, right? They all, <laughs> their moms look alike. It is so weird. But anyway, so um, I'm having this conversation and then randomly I'm first sitting at the bar. I leave from the bar and then I'm sitting uh, at the table with the family and I don't know what's happening, but there is this Every time I'm getting a plate of something, I, I think it was a hamburger at one time and then I had ribs and then I had this other thing. So, but every time I got a plate, this person with the cleaning people or the, the bussers that bust your tables or whatever while you're sitting would come and take my plate and it's filled with food. Like it's not, I'm not done eating. And so after the third time of my plate being taken away, I say, I say to Milton, you know what? I'm really sick of every time I go to grab my plate, somebody comes and picks my food up. And he's like, it's OK. Well, you know, we'll order you something else. We'll get you something else. And then it switches scenes to well, it's the same scenario. But the place is packed out and everyone is like, it's just all over the place. There are people who are there's this table of people who are walking out, don't want to pick up after their own mess, not not picking up their tables, but just just leaving a lot of chaotic stuff around and, and just a lot of crap. And I say to them in the, in I get up and I stand on top of the bar and I have a microphone where, and I ask them, I, I tell, I tell the bartender, I need a, I need a bullhorn or something. Give me a bullhorn. I need a bullhorn. So she gives me this black bullhorn and I stand on top of the the bar and I'm telling people, listen, listen, these are my exact words. Okay. <laughs> I say, listen, I don't know what y'all think this is, but this ain't your, this is not your mama house, your daddy house, your auntie, your cousin, your aunts, your uncle's house. This ain't big mama or big daddy house. And I wake up and I woke up and I started laughing because that's so me. Okay. That anybody who knows me knows that is so <laughs> It's on me because in the dream, I'm very frustrated already because someone keeps taking my plate and I'm wanting to eat and I can't eat every time I take a bite or leave. And then the dream, I go back to sleep and the dream um, takes me to this. Okay, so it was like I had the second part of the dream and it connected with the first part of the dream. But it was something about this girl who was at this. We were at a basketball game or something. We're sitting down and, and the girl is is sitting by me, but she's. Something about her, her personality was very uh, messy, very just I didn't like her personality. I didn't like her personality at all. And so when I got to the restaurant, it made sense that once I got to the restaurant, I was looking at some at my cousin's phone and the it was like karma, like the girl that I couldn't stand at the game was receiving the karma for the lies and the things that she was doing to another person. It was the weirdest thing. And the way that I can interpret that is there are going to be a lot of things that play out that are going to irritate you at first, but it's going to push you to use your voice. It's going to push you to address it even when you don't want to, even when the scenery is not necessarily requiring it, but you're going to do it and you're going to do it in the most bold ways. And that's so mercury, right? Communication. So, and we have a lot of fire energy going on right now and we're going into Scorpio season. So Scorpio is very, very, you know, very fiery. It's water, but it's fiery. So it's emotional and it is like straight to the point cutthroat. So 
it, it just shows that you have to be very careful. We're in the midst of harvest season. In the midst of harvest season, there are going to be things that are going to be reaped from seeds that you have sown much faster than they were before. This entire year has been about harvesting and it's been about reaping and it's been at a pace that no one could have anticipated, but it's here. And so it's a reminder to pay attention to yourself and to understand that what it is that you're doing is going to have to be accounted for in one way, shape or another. So the significance of the person that I didn't like personality wasn't that I didn't like her as a human being. I, I you accept who a person is, but I don't like a certain personality, the messiness, the cattiness, the drama and the things that were being stirred up. And I, I can't even articulate what those things were, but it had something to do with a, a relationship or a guy or something. It was just a weird thing. And then she happened to be this YouTube person or this person who had this platform or whatever. And how things backfired was like, I'm glad it happened. Like that was my response. Like you reap what you sow because you shouldn't have done that. And it was nothing harmful to her as far as physically, but it was harmful to her ego. It was harmful to her pride because she was being addressed for how she had been acting and behaving. And it ended up working against her. And that is what we have to be mindful of. So that's the only thing from that part that I can say um, was significant in the message I need to share. But as far as the beginning with me getting on the bar and talking in the bullhorn and frustrated because people are taking my food, that was the funniest thing because if anyone knows me, like I will give the shirt off my back, but I don't like anybody to take anything from me. Don't take anything from me. That pisses me off. So I'm sitting there and I'm talking to my family who owns this restaurant <laughs> and this person, this, these people and it's different people. They, every plate I get every, it's like the food just got here and someone comes and sees it not being touched and takes it. And I was super over it. Okay. And then I'm addressing everybody who's leaving their stuff all over the place, telling them your mama don't live here. Your daddy don't live here. This is not your big mama, your big dad. Like y'all, anybody who knows me knows that's just, <laughs> That is so who I am. But anyway, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ranting a little bit, but let's um, get right into the astrological um, overview for the remaining of October. So get you some pens, get you some paper if you haven't already. Grab you something to drink and let's get right into it. OK, so um, I want to say before we get into the aspects that I do feel as though relationships and intimacy are going to be a very, very, very um, prevalent space that we're going to be in um, relationships. It doesn't have to be the person you land with. It could be someone when it comes to your friendships, it could be in um, work life it could be uh, platonic however intimate but I feel as though mostly these are going to be a lot of romantic type um, things that are happening and things that may have been under the radar since more recent the new moon in Libra um, the supermoon gush is gushing in a lot of things remind you that we just had this new moon last um, last week and so 
Um, we're still under that energy. We're still very much so under that energy. And that's bringing in a lot of balance and understanding and conversations that are needing to be had. But remember that Mercury is retrograde. So because Mercury is retrograde, the communication will not be as clear. It could be um, delayed. It could be inconsistent to what it is that you are wanting to be said or needing to be said. But it does feel like this is a lot of the work that has been done in relationships. Relationships are taking major, major changes. Major, major um, commitment is something that is being under the spotlight, I'll say. It, it, it doesn't feel heavy, bad. It feels heavy as far as like getting to where it is that we're needing to go. But if you have been someone who's been working towards or contemplating committing or contemplating your relationship status in or walking away from a relationship to get in more in tune with what it is that you truly want and desire or come into commonality and common grounds, people are really in that type of energy. If you are not in that energy, that's the energy that's coming in. And that is the energy that will be helping to penetrate the things that are happening around us externally and internally. So that's another reason why it's important to make sure your temples are clear because you want to be able Mercury retrograde always brings communication in anyway. It always brings in things that were perhaps unfinished and things that were not addressed that should have been addressed and reevaluation of things that were addressed, etc. so on. So it's important that your temple is clear so you are able to listen to your, your intuit, intuitive side and your intuition and tap into what it is that is really being said or done. Because again, we have Mercury in retrograde in Scorpio. So there is a lot of deep uh, mystique-ness going on that isn't clear, that won't be as clear as you may prefer it to be, but it is coming to the surface and you're needing to address it. You're needing to have these communication or, or needing to communicate about it. But if you're not able to converse with discernment and understand what is happening, then you may make the wrong decision or you may make a premature decision. So I do feel though there is a very potent um, cycle that is approaching that has to do with our intimate relationships. And this is going to force people to work through those fears of that, forcing you to um, deal with things that you may be running from. If you're someone who's typically a, a commitment phobe, you have you have phobias of, of commitment or you've committed before, it just didn't work out the way that you want. You could be really surprised at how what's coming for you or what you are now engaging in could very well be the thing that you are needing and the thing that you're wanting and you could sabotage it by being afraid of it or allowing the fears of what's what has happened which is why the healing is necessary and needed it was very needed prior to this and needed to be beginning prior to this so that you're able to approach the situations differently if you're on the other end of it where you're extending the commitment or you're trying to give someone that commitment are you ready to settle down with someone I'm seeing a lot of engagements I'm seeing a lot of you know these things that are happening right now people are getting engaged people are newly um, expecting babies people are moving in together all these major changes are happening around people's lives and even though it's not ideal to start anything absolutely brand new in the midst of mercury retrograde if it was already starting prior to Mercury slowing down and Scorp going into Scorpio, meaning a lot of um, deep Scorpio is layered. It is water. It's also a very layered 
energy. So it is so many different layers to it. You have to, um, this would have been something that has started prior to now. It's something that maybe you've been dealing with a person off and on, or this is a person who you've always had these feelings for, but this person, you know, was, was not available or you weren't ready or you, whatever, whatever, etc. So on, maybe it's work. They travel a lot for work. You travel a lot for work. You're just not in a space where you were ready to commit or settle down, etc. So on, this could be an opportunity where that conversation is had. And you may be very surprised at the willingness to, um, the willingness to co- cooperate or to compromise per state. That is where this is going. New beginnings, new everything when it comes to love, heart. And the only people that are truly going to benefit from these are the people that are doing the work internally and have began to really clear their own auric field. You cannot receive anything that's beautifully blessed. If you are tainted with a lot of heavy negativity, you got to clear yourself of that. You can't go into anything new, holding on to past, holding on to insecurities of the past, holding on to what someone has done to you 10 years ago. Like 2020 is all about removing, replenishing, restructuring and recreating a new cycle of a decade plus. So it is not about who did what it's about learning the lessons of that and moving forward if you continue after 2020 to still be who you were mentally emotionally and spiritually prior to 2020 then you have allowed the most potent time the most transformative time the most spiritually connected and powerful shifting time of this world's existence in your lifeline lifetime to pass you by. And that is something that you will, will you will regret for the rest of your life because this was an opportunity. This is an opportunity for you to really change yourself on a foundational level. Whether in any area of your life, whether it's relationships, whether it is um, how you view finances, how you view spirituality, what your spiritual practice is, how you have allowed other people to dictate what that should be, what you want to study, what it is that you are trying to do in life. Where do you see yourself going? This is about creating the short-term plan, making it work for you and doing what you need to do on a foundational level. People love to create plans long-term because they don't like to deal with the right now. You cannot have a long-term without a short-term plan. You just cannot. You need it. You need a strategy. You need a foundation because no matter how big your goals are, if the foundation in which you are planting the seeds to achieve those goals is not solid, it will fail. And that's in any area of your life, however you want to apply it. Okay, so this is definitely going to be a very beautiful time, even though it's going to be a little heavy, even though it's a lot of chaotic. But when you disconnect from the noise, you're going to see just how important it was for you to continue on the journey of detox and continue on the journey of prayer and meditation and creating a routine for yourself that is sustaining your health, that is helping you build your health, that is helping you to motivate yourself to push beyond the grit, to get where you need to be so that you can receive and give and extend everything in which you know you truly want. Okay, so that's enough of my other rant. 
But that's what I feel. It wasn't even a rant. It's just letting you know that that's what I'm feeling is coming. This week, especially, there is going to be a lot of resurgence, like little things peeping its head up against the soil that you're going to see blooming and blossoming that you did not notice before. And so be very mindful of that. Pay attention to that. Don't be so quick to jump off of things because it doesn't come in the package in which you wanted it to come. People are changing, shifting at massive, massive, massive frequencies and it's very important that you are in tune with your own frequency so that you know what works with it and what does not do not be fooled do not be blinded by something that isn't real but also don't allow yourself to be blinded in ways where you can't see it. You can't see what's real. You can't see what's really in front of you. You can't see what you've really been asking for is right here. It just look a little different or it, it feels a little different because the person has evolved. The thing has changed. Things grow. It's also doing work on itself. It's also been replenishing and resurfacing and re-strategizing and creating a new way so things can work, right? Okay, so enough of that. So... As for the October astrological part three, the last part of it, um, there's a lot of powerful, powerful things that are happening with the new moon that has recently occurred. Astrologically, we're going through a very, very intense time that is going to last up until the end of December. Now, this is not just saying, oh, 2021 is going to be, I'm seeing a lot of memes where people starting to be like, Oh, 2021, 2020, get over. I'm ready. Okay. Let's not forget that as soon as 2020 kicked off, y'all were pushing beyond 2019. As soon as 2020 pushed, kicked off, shit hit the whole fan. The whole fan blew the hell off. Okay. So be very mindful that you are not pushing yourself beyond what is necessary right now and lacking the ability to have grace for an appreciation and gratitude for what is now because you do not know what is to come for 2021. So I'm only going to speak going up into the end of 2020 because we don't want to, we don't want to get too far above and too far ahead that we shoot ourselves in the foot. No pun intended. This is something that's very important. This is something that is very necessary. This is something that is important on the journey to not skip the phases because you're uncomfortable there is a lot of tension that is going on in the skies um astrologically because of the planets and how they are aligning and what planets don't like to be in one space or in close vicinity and there's a lot of things that have been happening in 2020 that have not happened astrologically in over 30 plus years so there's just a lot going on the planets are mostly in Capricorn, symbolizing um, responsibility, symbolizing power, government, rules, regulations. Um, And these things are being challenged when it comes to Mars, which is angry, fire. Um, It is all about action. It is all about passion. It is all about really, really getting things done with fast. It doesn't like to be slow. And Mars is currently in in retrograde in Aries. So it's moving a lot slower, which we should be very grateful for. Because if it was going at fast pace with everything else going fast pace like it was just last month, it is going to be more. This is March 2.0. But let's just be grateful for where we are right now. Okay. 
So with Mars being in Aries, it's demanding freedom, freedom from the responsibility that you felt you were unwarranted, um, freedom from the restrictions and the power and the governments and the rules and the regulations and the things that you feel are not fair to you or don't work for you. That is what Mars and Aries is symbolizing individual rights, freedom, and trying to combat everything that it feels is oppressing it, right? These aspects are representing conflicting needs and a time where everything is being shaken up. Nothing is what it seems. Nothing is what you would want it or expect it to be. Everything is chaotic. Everything is all over the place. And that is because we're moving into what is considered a quote unquote crescendo, right? One thing that is bringing up these things of 2020 to a head. So everything that has been happening, everything that has been going um, uh, up under the radar, everything that has been in this space that has caused conflict and confusion is going to come up again to be addressed in major, major, major ways. And so with Mars, the planet of energy, drive, passion, conflict, aggression, um, action in with it being in retrograde, you may also be feeling the effects of what had happened prior, which when March tired, right? By June, people were like, look, I'm tired. March kicked our hotel, May kicked our whole, but June, July, people went to do their own thing. They forget the system, forget the rules, forget the restrictions. We're going to go out with a bang. We're going to do what we need to do. We're pushing forward, etc. So on. And now we're going to have to pay for that, right? That's basically what it is. You're, you're now having to reap from the seeds that were sown during that duration of time when you were bucking the system or bucking against the system, right, wrong, or indifferent. It's just reaping season, right? You, you're going to have to face those repercussions, good or bad, for what has been done during the time of May to to now, okay? So just before the new moon happened, Mercury joined into retrograde on October 13th. And this is adding to the sense of feeling held back. On October 13th, there was Mercury going into retrograde in Scorpio. And then you have the new moon that followed in Libra and it was a super moon. Okay. So uh, there's a lot of tug of war. There's a lot of push and pull. There's a lot of back and forth that has been and will be going, going on because it's adding to that sense of feeling like you're restricted and you're being forced to sit still, which you, which is why you're seeing plenty of States and in several countries going back on lockdown due to rising numbers due to etc so on so many different things I don't want to even get into that so this part of October is definitely a moment where we're having to pause and we're having to sit down and we're gonna have to reflect and we're gonna have to reap what we have sown when we were moving forward fast-paced without any restriction right so this is where the beauty of Libra energy is bringing us so much balance because it's not forcing us to sit still immediately. It is itching us into that place of stillness. And so it's all about 
partnerships. It's all about fairness. It's all about justice, collaboration, connections in a balanced way. Season of Mayotte. It's giving you the option of how do we find a solution in this? How can we come together to make this work? Connecting to your heart instead of discarding your feelings. The sign of Libra is inviting you to connect with others with love and compassion, opening your hearts, coming together, humanity. It's giving you that, that it's not me, 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 me. It's not I, 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 it's not what I want, what I need. It's a what, it's what am I doing to contribute to this as the betterment of everybody, age of Aquarius. We have a lot of things happening in December in our major planets in Aquarius. And that is also why 2021 is going to be a big deal because from 2020 to 2023, we're going to have a lot of, this is restructuring. This is fixing shit. This is getting things where it needs to be so we can be who we need to be to get shit done right so that is why health is important that is why wellness is important this is why this year is bringing up the issues that are needing to be brought up so that we can be in a space to handle what we're needing to handle when the year turns over blessed to make it we need to do the work right so October 13th through 14th, I'm going back a little bit so that you guys can get an idea of what energy is coming, is pushing us into the third quarter of this month. So October 13th to 14th, there are, um, there were a lot of things that happened as I stated, Mercury went retrograde, um, we're right in the middle of a Mars cycle and when we are in the middle of a Mars cycle, in the middle of its retrograde, Meaning Mars is the closest to Earth at this time, which is never going to be in the next two years. So this happens every two years. Right now, Mars is at its brightest in its most powerful space, right? And it cannot be ignored. The energy that it brings in cannot be ignored. Your wants and your needs can no longer be ignored. Your feelings can no longer be ignored. Um, it's going to, it's forcing you to deal with the clarity, desiring clarity, desiring success, desiring happiness. But with Mercury being in retrograde, it is suggesting that you may not have found the best option and solution yet. So that's why you have to sit and wait before you communicate those desires, before you communicate those wants. You have to sit with it and realize, is this what I want is this what really works for me is this what is best for me because if it's not it's time to reevaluate and start over and this is the time to do that you're going to eventually find that pace you're going to eventually find what it is that you want and desire and what works for you but this is not the time to just jump into something new and to start all over and just to leap out there and do what it is that you want to do randomly this is about really sitting with the truth of what is and analyzing it in a way that is really thoughtful. It's really thoughtful and you are really looking at it in the deep of it, not the surface for a quick fix. October 16th, we had a new moon in Libra, which was a super new moon, right? And it was going against Saturn in Pluto. Saturn, the planet of discipline, authority, structure, going against Pluto, which is rebirth, death, transformation. So this new moon is going to bring in some slightly difficult 
transits. It's going to bring in some difficult energy, um, which is why I am letting you guys know the importance of temple, temple protection, temple clearing, temple um, perseverance, because right now there's going to be a lot of uh, new moons signify new beginnings. They si- signify uh, rebirth and all of those things, which is perfect for Pluto. But when you have it going against and you have it facing off that's what makes this new moon pretty difficult and it's the second new moon in a three new moon cycle so i mean a super new moon cycle so it's the it's the second one of three and so it is very action-packed it is is very deeply penetrating it is very much so aggressive and assertive and so it's not easy it is going to bring a little bit of tension and stress but you're going to need the adrenaline. You're going to need that fire and that push to take action when necessary. But the thing is, you cannot just make a decision rapidly without having the tools that you need to sustain it. So that is why this is bringing a little stress and tension because you're wanting to make a change. You're wanting to act on something. You want to just jump out and leap out and do what it is that you need to do. But you cannot do that without first sitting with it. Then on October 18th, which is today, the day that I'm actually recording this, we have the beautiful planet of Venus, which is all about aesthetic, love, relationships, connections, um, going in against Neptune. Neptune is the planet of illusion, um, spirituality, deep, deep, deep intuition. Um, it can also represent sexuality and sensuality as well, depending on what it is placed with, what it is connected with. It is opposite Neptune in Pisces. So this is one of the most, how can I put this? Let me drink something. This is where you're going to have the confusion set in and the questioning of if I'm worthy or if I deserve this or if I want this or if this is really real because it's kind of confusing. You have Neptune, you have Venus and It's going to bring up a lot of romantic feelings, a lot of, I want to do this. I'm feeling in love. I'm feeling gushy. I'm feeling all muzzly. I'm feeling really connected, but it's confusing because of the timing or it's confusing because of how it's presenting itself or it's confusing because it's maybe with something or someone that you like, I really, I felt this way, but I didn't really think that this was possible because you were like, we've been friends for so long, or we've just been homies, and then boom, then now you have all these feelings suddenly, and now you want to just push forward fast. It's like, uh, don't want to be rushed. And as and because you have Neptune in Pisces, Nep Pisces is a mutable energy, but it is also very watery. It's slow. It's 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 a uh, adaptable, easily adaptable, but it doesn't want to be forced right it it just it just wants to be allowed to adapt it does not want to be held it can't be held down it's a fish it's like water it's very moving It, it has no problem adapting and adjusting but not by force like don't force me to do it I'll do it but I don't want to be rushed to do it you know that type of energy and so that is where you're going to be battling with yourself as do I leap into it just like that or do I is this really what it and that's where the confusion comes in because it's like is this all that they, like are you really 
giving me the whole picture? Am I seeing the whole picture? Am I seeing everything for what it is? Am I seeing the truth of this? Am I going to miss something if I say yes? Or if I, I say, yeah, we can just solidify this. Or, you know, do I really want this? Those type of feelings are com- coming up. And so understand that questioning, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with your feelings or something wrong with the situation that's being presented to you, your values, the relationships, etc. It just means that there are better answers. There are more answers that you're needing. There are more, there is more clarity that is required for you to feel safe in the solution. And so that is reflecting the person that you've grown into, the work that you've done on your temple. You are listening to your intuition. You are able to distinguish the uh, difference between insecurities and intuition. You are able to discern what's needed to be discerned. Do not ignore those feelings. Even if the feelings are coming up because of fear, you must address them. Don't just discard them or don't just instantly make a decision because of them. Utilize this as a time to take note and really sit with the truth of everything that you know and whatever you're confused about. Be willing to have slow, penetrating conversations about it. Okay, then on October 22nd, we are entering officially into Scorpio, Scorpio season. And so all my Scorpios, hey babies, I love my water signs. Y'all know I love my water signs. One of my best friends, um, Scorpio, a lot of my close friends are water signs anyway. But anyway, so happy birthday to you guys. Now, this is a time of the year where it's requiring deep penetration. And because Mercury is in retrograde and it's coming, we're coming out of Libra season, it is coming out of that balanced, searching for balance, seeking balance type of energy going into, okay, let me take what I have now. Let me take what I know now and let me dig deep into this. And so it's, it's going to, it's going to be where people are wanting deeper more solid, more real relationships, real intimate connections with people and the world. You wanting to be connected. You want to be in tune. You're wanting to be deeply, truly penetrated by what it is you are attached to, not just for the fun, right? Not just for the moment, for the longevity. So Scorpio season is usually one of the most intense time because it makes people who are uncomfortable with dealing with their emotions and dealing with their needs and dealing with their desires and expressing their self sexually and sensually um, have to do those things or have to at least address why they don't want to. But this particular Scorpio season does feel as though it will be a little it will be a little less intense than lovey-dovey Libra season even though Libra Libra season was the beginning stages of the relationship talking about them thinking about them wanting them desiring them Scorpio season that part has been done that part has already been brought to the surface now it's about deeply digging deep in figuring out if this really is what you desire and want and need so this is very good energy it's a little heavier than you may be used to because Libra season again is airy it's an air sign it's it's the more um balanced of the air signs but it is an air sign so you're going into a water season in Scorpio which is different they're total different energies and so be patient with yourself and be gentle with yourself because there is a lot that is unfolding that's needing to be paid attention to 
There's not any more difficult oppositions um, during this Mars retrograde that is happening. So there's also no more squares, no more, no more things going against Capricorn. So that is going to alleviate a lot of the intense pressure when it comes to the foundations and the, the, the soil of what it is that you're trying to build. That part is close to being done, right? But it doesn't mean it's going to be easier going into the next transit. It just means it's not a lot fighting against the work that is going to be done now. October 27th, we're going to have Venus planet we're already speaking about going into Libra which you by now should know about and this is beautiful because Venus is entering one of their most happy places right they like to be in Libra because it's balanced and when Venus is happy everything is happy Venus is a sign that that planet that rules a lot of love it rules relationships it rules aesthetics it rules how we feel about ourselves and that can explain why I just woke up on the 17th and felt like look I need to jump into this. You know what I'm saying? I need to feel better. I'm going to change my hair. I'm going to, I'm going to try on these clothes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, that explains it because with Venus going into its beautiful space, it makes you want to change something. It makes you want to embrace the differences. It makes you feel like you're more fortunate than you had felt before. So the first two weeks of this transit are going to feel the best because with the last week being a bit more a bit more intense and challenging and Venus going against Pluto and Saturn it's going to be a difficult ending of it but the beginning two weeks is going to feel really good because right at this moment it gives you a break it gives you a, a bit of uh, breathing room so that's beautiful October 28th you have Mercury that is going to re-enter into Libra Libra <laughs> Mercury leaving alone Mercury is re-entering into Libra. Mercury is retrograding in Scorpio and Libra. So it's going to go into Libra. But during this transit, it's going to be another opposition to Saturn, meaning it's going to be battling. So our communication is going to be a little bit frustrating, a little bit intense. It's going to be a little bit like fiery because it's leaving out of Scorpio going into Libra, which is typically a good placement. But because it is going against Saturn, which is about fundamentals and it's about um, discipline and it's about authority and all those type of things going against it means that there are going to be conversations that are particularly particularly difficult surrounding our foundation. So let's say you're, you're talking about moving forward in relationship, or you're talking about reconnecting, or you're talking about this job, or you're talking about whatever. And now we're having to have the difficult conversations because what I'm needing on a foundation level, this person or this thing is not really going to be willing to, or just openly doing. So we're going to have those difficult conversations because in order for something to be, in order for you to really be happy or at a place of peace with the decision that you're going to make regarding your intimate affairs, this is something that is going to need to happen. So this is going to be a very sobering time. It's going to be a little frustrating because it's going to ask you to go back and rethink some of your own beliefs, some of your own traditions, some of the way you used to do things, the way you're used to doing things. You're going to have to address that. You're going to have to face it head on and you're going to have to be really honest with yourself. 
Is this what you want? Is this what you need? Are you willing to make this change so that it can happen? And if you're not, then you may potentially lose out on this opportunity. But can you live with that? You know, like that's the type of questions and and conversations that you're going to have with yourself because you're not going to be willing to continue on the same patterns because it's not going to work going into the new era that you're shifting into. So these are going to, this is going to be a time where more addressing of the difficult conversations is going to be required and needed. But again, it's for the better good. So when you can admit that there's a problem, that is halfway through the big, the big thing, right? You're halfway through to getting a solution, but you're going to have to first address what it is that is coming up. You can't avoid it, can't suppress it, can't act like it's not there. It is. And even though Saturn is a very tough energy, this planet is very domineering, very masculine, very heavy. Um, It's also solution oriented. So even though it's smacking down with the discipline, it's forcing you to be structured. It's sitting with the fundamentals of something. It's also about how is this going to work out in the long term? How can we create a foundation that's better for everybody in the long term? Not just you right now right? It's going to help you push beyond the place where you've been stagnant. And that is necessary. That is required to doing anything to, to creating any new beginning or creating any new structures, right? So October 31st, that's October 28th. Now, October 31st, we're going to have another full moon. And this is considered a blue moon because you have two full moons in the month of, in the same month. So in the month of October, we started the year with a, I mean, the, the month with a full moon in Aries, and we're going to end with a full moon in Taurus, two absolutely opposite energies, okay? October started with a boom, bang, pow, and it will end with a boom, bang, pow. This full moon is in Taurus, and one of the most interesting I'm going to say I'm not going to say difficult I'm going to say interesting it's going to be difficult but interesting is a better word interesting because it's connected very closely with Uranus the planet of quick surprises quick changes massive shifts at a very unpredictable pace And so this could be on one end, again, full moons are all about closures, endings, um, releasing all of these things. So it can be where you've been contemplating relationships. Should I go here? The conversation that you were having when Mercury is going to be entering into Libra, this Libra, this, why do I keep saying Libra? I don't know what's Mercury. Come on. When it's entering into Libra, Um, this could be the culmination of that. This could be where you decide, okay, yep, no, this ain't gonna work. Bye. This is, this is a job that's not gonna work for me. Bye. This is a situation that I'm not going to be engaging in. I'm not going to tolerate. Bye. Or it could be where you have a sudden, uh, desire to just go forward. Okay. Yes. I love this person. I need this. This job is a good opportunity. The good outweighs the bad. This finance, financial opportunity is a good thing. I'm, uh, this house is a good idea. This starting a family is a great idea. Let's just go for it. Right. It's those type of changes where you were set on one way, but you suddenly decide, no, let's go this opposite way. And you make the decision. So because this full moon is connected so close to Uranus, you could have breakups. You could have sudden changes in the workforce. You could have sudden um, things that occur when it comes to matters of your heart, mind and finances. But. It's just about preparing 
yourself for the unexpected, not necessarily bad, just unexpected, surprising things that are not necessarily horrible things. It could be very good things, but it, the, the key to remember is just that it is sudden. It is, it is, it's unpredictable. Uranus is very unpredictable. It's like, it's like lightning, you know, it's like, it just comes out of nowhere. Um, but it could be quite interesting on how it plays out. So while you might, especially with at this point, three days from the, (laughs) three days from this national election in the U S like it it could definitely be, who knows what, who knows what we got a lot going on. Okay. We have a lot going on. So keep in mind that even though Uranus is a sudden changing, shifting type of space, it is also about higher perspectives, higher, uh, guidance about seeing things from a bird's eye view opposed to on the ground. So it's going to work for the betterment. It's just about understanding that it's a bigger picture that it is disrupting or it is allowing this surprise to happen in. So it works out better in the long run. This is when I would pay a lot of attention to God, a lot of attention to your spirit, pay really, 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 really close attention to what you're feeling intuitively, because that is where it's going to be more clear what is playing out, what's needed to play out. And however strange, however odd, however dangerous or however unpredictable it may be, um, it's still, it's still necessary. Okay. And and it's, it's just very necessary. So the main point to take away from October's astrological overview of 2020 is there was a lot of action. There's going to be a lot of more action, but there's a lot of action within this whole year that has played out with Pluto and Capricorn, Aquarius, uh, retrogrades of Mercury, Scorpio and Libra. Then we entered into Scorpio season and had a, and we're going to have a blue moon in Taurus. This is the beginning. This is, this is the beginning of stirring up what's needed throughout the rest of the year. Pluto went direct in Capricorn October 4th and that was aiming to push us beyond the power struggles and that's putting an energy out there that is putting us in a space to focus on what is most important now while retrograding of Mercury in Scorpio on the 13th this was bringing a lot of light to what was hidden it's bringing a lot of a depth to what we've already been told or what we thought was real and what was not, what games people play, manipulation, all these things, deceit, infidelity, um, lying, stealing, cheating, et cetera. And any, any way of your life or any way of what's happening externally in the world is being revealed. That is what the Mercury going into Scorpio retrograding is bringing out information. So then You could also have this space where Aquarius is doing this little thing and it's suggesting that you're wanting to join tribe and cycle, I mean, in circles of people who are closely connected to where it is you're trying to go, what it is you're trying to do, being productive in groups and people and friends and and career moves and relationships that really help you to grow and become better. So then you're going to have uh, on the 22nd, again, Scorpio, sun and Scorpio. We're going into Scorpio season. And this is about uh, understanding that 
It's not about taking risk on things that are new. It's about developing foundations and continuing on the grounding and building of what you are trying to solidify permanently. And it's going to cause you to deal with your emotions in a very constructive way. Deal with your feelings. Deal with what it is you're seeing. Deal with what it is you're experiencing in a complete way, right? And then lastly, you have Mercury retrograde going into Libra that is providing the opportunity to take up any issues that you're having, communication issues with partners, um, relationships and friendships, etc. So on your children, um, family life, home life, having these type of conversations so that you can continue to build. Because once the blue moon in Taurus happens on the 31st, which is also Halloween, it's going to invite you to release anything that has been holding you back, anything that has been stagnant, anything that has done more harm than good, anything that you truly do not feel is helping you to be who and where you're needing to be in life. It's going to force you to face your demons, face the demons of others, and also. Connect with yourself in a deeper, more potent way. Okay, so that has been your total finalization of October astrological overview part three. This has been a very intense astrological um, month. And it's not going to be like, oh, November coming. Everything's great. No, this is just I had to do it in three parts to prepare you for what is happening. But I wanted to give you a complete breakdown of what was happening. So it, it didn't do any justice doing one episode, because if I did one episode, a lot of this would have been missed because I don't have time to do one episode for four hours, three hours. And who's going to sit and listen to that? So it's better to break it down. Um, to where you can process and where you can engage and where you can really apply on as these major transits were happening. Okay. So yes, guys. Yes. Okay. This has been your astrological overview. I hope that you take what has happened. You take what is occurring in your life and you apply it to yourself in a way that assists, that helps and that um, allows you to navigate the way that is needed. Remember, new beginnings are happening. New starts are happening. And the process of getting there is not the easiest, but it is necessary and required. Okay. So this has been your daily dose of energy, part three of your astrological overview for October. And I love your freaking souls. I love your freaking souls. So until our next episode, guys, bye. Bye.